Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Alright. <laughs> there it is. Alright, thanks. Welcome back, the, everybody. Hi. The afternoon show that is Lori and Julia, they get to open every hour with Love is the Law, don't yeah, they? I think so. It's true. I think uh B. Arthur said that was a no. Oh, for us? For everybody, because I think the Colleen and Bradley were doing We Found Love in a Hopeless Place. And oh, sure. Jason was doing uh, Let's Hear It for the Boy. Yeah, yeah. Does that not open up every hour I with think that? just the first one. Just the first one. But, Dang, uh, you know, put, it, put in a request. No. No, so I like she's to make scary. Fewer requests is generally better. Yeah, yeah. Donna is is afraid of her, and she asked me the other day, she said, are you afraid of me too? And I said, there's a low level of fear always, I think. <laughs> you know, maybe not quite as antsy as Donna. No, nah, she's she's all right. She's not scary. Donna thought she was dodging a meeting yesterday, though. B. Arthur came in and was like, I need to talk to you after the show. Yeah, but and, she was only looking at you. But she only started looking at me when I said, oh, I have to pick up my kids, blah, blah, blah. Can I be finished by this time? And she was like, oh, yeah. That was when she went to me. So then Donna went off. Started vaping like a psycho in the <laughs> halls, mm-hmm. and uh, and then I said, "Do you need Donna in this?" She was like, "Well, yeah, we, like, we're well, we're a package know. deal here, Donna." We are not really. All right, what are we doing? We're going to talk about stuff now. Okay, um, um, Tom let's, Cruise. Let's start with that. This is cool. There was somebody who was on Twitter and watched Tom. Uh, excuse me, Top Gun: Colin Maverick. And they noticed something, and then there was an editor from Top Gun Maverick who saw the tweet and said, hey, I'm stoked that you noticed this very deliberate little nod. No one else has spotted this, as far as I'm aware. Enjoy your time in the smug zone. And it was the fact that um, they used a voice a sound from the first Top Gun volleyball scene. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yep. And then they used the same sound in the new football scene, both shirtless and set at a beach. And uh, they there was a co-writer from Top Gun, Cooler Maverick, who commented, quote, Tom and I were most impressed when Eddie showed us this over breakfast this morning. Keep on smugging. Do you want to hear? Do you have the Do you have the sound, Rocco? Oh, I didn't know there was sound. I'll let I didn't either. I didn't, I didn't tell you there was sound, but I'll let you hear. Just go to the tweet. Uh, the, um, mm-hmm, I see him. I'm seeing the tweet, and, uh, and then you should be able to hear. Here's the sound that they used in both the first one and the second one. Okay, I got it here. I got to hit the button. Where's the volume button? 
I know. Mm-hmm. You have to do it again. Like, hit it a second time. I don't know why it's doing that. The internet's broken. Wow. Okay, so that's that, a guy without a shirt in the volleyball scene. Yeah, just I think like, that's yeah! Anthony Edwards from, uh, yeah, the first ER. one. And then here is the second one. Just a quick little bit, really cool. quick little sample. And then if you pick it up, you get it. If you I'm know, you know. That. So what did they say? He said, oh, thanks. For they me. were like, oh, cool. You're the first person that you that noticed this. This is very. This is a very deliberate little nod. And uh, no one else has seen this yet. And then a co-writer said, Tom and I were most impressed when the editor, Eddie, showed us your tweet over breakfast this morning. Keep on smugging. That's neat. Highway yeah. to the smug zone. Hey. Have you ever heard of something <laughs> called the Wilhelm Scream? Where sounds it, familiar. Is it was, used in a bunch of movies? Yeah, so like it was. It's uh, like a Frankenheimer slash. Whoa! What? You go first. <laughs> um. So I think <laughs> if I play, if I hit this button, I think you'll hear it. <laughs> that was from like a 1950s like um, sound effects thing that movie people used, and then now uh, they try to use it all the time in movies, and they maybe make it like a challenge. To oh, get it in. Fun. Oh, that's fun. Oh, all these little insider things. Mm-hmm. Well, the f- John Frankenheimer came up with what is now called, I don't maybe it's still called this, the Frankenheimer slash. That is a close up of just the eyes. The mm. eyes like the So when they're trying to make a point about something deep they just do the Frankenheimer slash. Thank you. Wow. Sounds like a dance. Let's all do it. We did the Frankenheimer slash. <laughs> it's an, I guess, an editing type of thing. But anyway, we'll edit that out of the podcast. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. Since people are like, "What is she talking about?" Okay. Um, also, uh, QVC is now getting into the movie making business. You ever heard of it? This is really bad. Um. So they've got a movie, their first Christmas movie called Holly and the Hot Chocolate. And it's going to premiere on Thanksgiving Day and it looks so bad. Let me tell you what it's about. It's about a food critic with car trouble and a cranky tow truck driver who, of course, finds love in a town where a guy sells really good hot chocolate. (laughs) Can we play a little bit? Yeah, I'm I'm sitting through the ad, I think. Oh, sure. So David uh, Venable, who is a host of QVC's In the Kitchen with David. I was going to say, so who's getting cast in this? He plays the chocolate, hot chocolate vendor. Oh, wow. The the leading lady that I'm seeing looks a touch like Juliana Margulies. I thought so, too. Okay, you want to see it, hear it? Yes. Okay. Merry Christmas. What are you doing tomorrow? I'm visiting Tommy. Finally meeting his parents. And how is Tommy? He's good. <laughs> Rudy, are you excited about the hot chocolate too? Well, Rudy doesn't like hot chocolate. I bet it's because he misses his wife, Nora. You think that's it? I, I bet that's it. Yeah, of course that's it. You're moving. Does Deb know? No, my mother does not know. He's moving. Yes, I, I've been looking at houses in South Carolina. You're going to move somewhere where it doesn't snow? There's somebody out there for you, and they're lost too. <laughs> my car in the woods and I can't find my phone and I could I could really use some help <laughs> that hot dog looks awesome 
do you yes. want one? Okay. Did. She broke down. She's going to need a place to stay. Well, that was quick. What is your name, hon? Holly. Oh. oh. <laughs> no. <tells> me you. Maybe next year. You know, it just so seems like they're just almost morning. leaning yeah, into it, you know? Uh, yes. You know, like, I think they're the just nose. like, yeah, we get it. Oh, oh, oh. Merry Christmas. Everybody <laughs> loves Christmas. Oh, it's 11, 11, 11. Merry Christmas. Everybody loves Christmas. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Oh, I just love that. Uh, All right. QVC. QVC. Go getting for it. The, getting in the yeah, game. Yeah, because we don't have enough Christmas movies. By the way, um, very quickly, Disney Plus, home of the Santa Claus movies, mm. um, their their show right now, their star, their latest Star Wars show called Andor, mm-hmm. um, is going to air on ABC, on FX, on Freeform, and Hulu over Thanksgiving weekend. Wow, you said it, it right. No, it, it took it took some effort. Um, I've been watching Andor. Have you been watching Andor? I have not started it yet. And I'm like, guys, we got to watch this. I like it. You know, a lot of people say it's like the least Star Warsy thing yet. There's not a lot of laser battles and zoobity zoob and Siths and stuff. It's like it's like a heist film, kind of. When we come back, um, Rocco, you have a study. Oh, what? I did send you that, didn't I? You did, and it's about uh, hearing loss. Oh, we got a grandpa study. Yeah. Not exactly. Uh, Rocco will tell us about that. Also, the top things people say when they don't like a gift. This is oh, pretty boy. funny. We'll get to that, too. Well, coming up next. Hello. Welcome back to the show. The Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Studies have shown that studies have shown that the microbial. Several long term studies have shown. They've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown. And here with their findings are study buddies. The perfect nerd couple. Donna and Steve. Hey, everybody. I'm Donna. Hi, everyone. I'm TV Steve Patterson. Hmm. <laughs> if you get the channel right there you um, go. i'm gonna uh dvr his show in my uh studio donna because there's a tivo in there so we can all oh, gather around the 12 inch tv together and watch love it. it sweet brah thanks for watching Thank ring you. nation channel 45 saturday nights at 9 30 45 tv i'm dr chuck ells <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they should let me do a promo with Dr. Chuck. Yeah, really? Know what I mean, Jelly Bean? You probably know him. I do. And some people didn't know for a while the play on words that his name is. He's from the Institute of Laughter. Oh, I get it. it. That's funny. Dr. Chuck Ells. Chuckles. Chuckles. Do I know this person? You've probably seen him in the calf. Yeah, yeah, when you've seen him around. Do you know who we're talking about? Nope. I, the hmm. guy with the pinball machine? Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> He's very nice. I Spoiler, his real name isn't Chuck. Stop it. And it's Taylor, and he's very nice. Very kind. Oh, I think I may have seen him. Yeah. He's super warm and just nice. Is he a real doctor? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you are something oh, else, lady. You keep me young. You know that? Oh, gosh. And I, you. Anyway, um, 
Rocco has a study. I do. You guys read the BMJ Journal, right? Every day. Yes. Um, I was just looking up what that even stands for. It's Business really Music matter. Joint. Yep. Uh, the BMJ. It's a weekly peer-reviewed medical trade journal mm. published by the British Medical Association. Anyways, they've been looking into how young people consume music these days with their personal listening devices and mm-hmm. the live concerts and stuff. And uh, so let's say they looked at data from 19,000 people aged 12 to 34 they're saying that 24% of them were listening to music at unsafe decibel levels that could damage uh, their hearing. 48% were exposed to dangerous decibel levels at live venues. So they're saying if you extrapolate that number to the 2.8 billion people in that age range, range, they're age saying rage. age range... That's uh, people that are mad at Danny Ainge of the Boston Celtics. A specific group of boy, they're heated. They hate that guy. Um, They're saying that maybe 1.35 billion young people are in danger of hearing loss. An interesting thing is... I always think about that. Always? When I see people like just walking down the street or in the grocery store, everybody's got earbuds in. I'm like, wow. Wow. I... The only time I wear headphones really is here for me. Thanks. Right. I'll hang up and listen. But so many people do. Steve's an earbud guy. Yeah, I bought it hard when I <laughs> clang and bang iBud. And it will tell me on my iPhone that based on your listening during the last week, your volume should be turned down now so that you don't have too much exposure to loud noises so your iphone tries to tell you tries to alert you and every time that happens eight out of ten times i just minimize the notification Mm. and keep clanging i mean when iron paradise calls you gotta turn up that call many people say it's like the call of the wild and when i have taken my beta alanine that makes my whole body tingle pre-workout nothing is gonna stop me and so that's when I put on my synthwave night drive music. Rocco, can I give you a quick example of some of the music that I listen to very loud in my headphones? Although I do sometimes. Every now and again, I'll turn it down. Go to YouTube okay. and go to synthwave night drive. Okay. That should pull it up. But sometimes I'll listen to rap. And then other times I'll listen to this. And it gets me into like a Stranger Things kind of a vibe where I feel like I'm, I'm just in a zone. And I'm, I'm my least talkative at the gymnasium. Synth wave night drive. I'll skip ahead. Yeah. It sounds like a dirty movie I watched at a bachelor party. <laughs> All right. Scrub, scrub forward. Okay. <laughs> Go forward a little more. I love it. <laughs> All right. That's a little more space age, right? Tron light cycles. Sure. The weekend sampled this for his right. last album. Totally. Oh, I love this kind of music. This would put me to sleep. Well, Steve also like listens to like the soundtracks to like romantic films and stuff, I think. Occasionally I have listened to no. Well, in my <laughs> personal life, yes. When I'm freaking getting the bang right after the clang. Heck no. That's when I listen to sometimes an epic score. Something from Interstellar, maybe. 
you know, uh, 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 an epic sci-fi score sometimes can get you going in the right direction. Oh, boy. <laughs> I am thinking of what I should say if I should say things. Don't uh. say anything else. I was... I, <sighs> what? I just want to say this about, because Rocco made it weird and tried to ruin my song. Look, I'm opposed to strip clubs on a moral level, okay? If you guys don't like it, send me an email, whatever. That being said, I have always found it so weird. So you're telling me that you dudes are going to go sit in a room with each other and and get, Donna, you used the H word earlier. And, and while sitting next to each other. While sitting next to each other at a booth or a table and you're all feeling like super revved up that is weird it is weird I guys not agree it's just more. weird hey bruce you want to go out tonight <laughs> we'll sit right next to each other and then just have uh, we'll, feel these feelings we'll do for the, the people up there buffet it's just weird is it weird <laughs> i think it's weird when they serve food in those places all of it feels like a lot it's pretty disgusting i guess <laughs> You could argue that. Iraqis being so quiet. I I briefly took a pause to find like some sci-fi soundtrack (laughs) to like make a joke about Steve, and I come back, and I think you're talking about what strip clubs or something. What are you guys? Yeah, and how weird they are that a bunch of dudes who like these girls on stage go and then. All right, I'm going to use the word that I hate. And they're like, let's go sit and be horny together. That's just weird, guys. Someone's got to say that out loud. It's weird. And embarrassing. I don't like this on many levels, but that's a weird thing that I'm like, that's... I can't believe I I agree with you. want to be next to my best buddies anytime I'm feeling... That uh, way. (laughs) It's just peculiar. I got to go. Okay. Final stretch of the Donna and Steve experience on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson and the one and only DJ Rob Baxter. By the way, someone just emailed and said, every time Steve imitates that voice, I get a headache, to which I responded, sadly, there is no cure. Uh, uh, way to play along. Yeah, it's great. It's fun. We're just being fun. I love it. Your your fake laugh always sounds super genuine. And Thanks, I appreciate man. that about you. Twenty uh, <laughs> percent of people laugh. consider themselves the best gift giver in their families. Hmm. Mm, but are they? Um, hmm. I don't the, feel confident with gifts. I don't either. I, I really don't. I always feel like I'm being outgifted by the person I'm exchanging with. I just feel like if I don't have a list, I can't can't do it. Let's make a list. Make a list. <laughs> um, okay, so there is a list of things that people say when they they're actually saying I don't like this gift without saying I don't like this gift. So here's what they say and say instead, okay? Okay. I always feel immense pressure when receiving a gift, too, so I need this. Wow. Oh, you really shouldn't have. Oh, that means I wish you wouldn't have. Correct. (laughs) I know exactly where I'm going to put it. In the garbage. (laughs) Correct. (laughs) I love this one. Oh, what a creative idea. Okay, yeah. So these are all hard passes. These These are easy to decode now that you... 
say them in this context. I like this one. I remember seeing this in the store once. And passing it up. <laughs> I, too, had the chance to buy it for myself. These are so fun. I can't take my eyes off of it. Wow. How ugly it is. How ugly this thing is. And I'm thinking, how can I hide it? I didn't even know they made things like these. That's why do they make this? (laughs) (laughs) I just have to know where you got this. So I can return it. (laughs) (laughs) This is fun. I cannot wait to show this to my friends. And laugh at you for buying it for me. Correct. Um, And finally, oh, well, Steve, bless your heart. Okay, that's the kiss of death that we all know here in the Midwest. That's right. Oh, I always feel pressure because I want to. I I feel like I have to perform to some level when opening something. Mm Mm-hmm. And I just wish, like like I want to eat my meals, I want to chew my food privately, I want to open the gifts privately, and then come out and tell you about them. Me too. But I have friends who are offended if you don't open it in front of them. I bet a bunch of your friends get offended about a bunch of weird stuff. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> anyway, are we exchanging or no? I brought it up and thought, you know, maybe we should, but we both admitted that we both gave our sweatshirts or our I gave my shirt and you gave your sweatshirt to like a thrift store. <laughs> so just recently though. Yeah. I was oh like, no, oh, it was I just in the last this. batch. Yeah. Yeah. I grew out of them. I liked yours. I grew out of mine. Yeah. That's mine was fair. a great. You wore it Rocco, a lot. Listen to this sweatshirt mm-hmm. that I got Donna and she gave it away. This Christmas. You gave it. Uh, the, unfortunately, it was the person was not named Donna, but that said, I'm Donna doing donna things like that's it. so donna that's funny i love that stuff and she threw it out rocco nice. or what if what if you gave him one like it's a patterson thing you wouldn't understand that's hilarious <laughs> steve and i get each other <laughs> that's hilarious okay why don't you two exchange Come on, man. that's awesome we'll be together forever I was, I was <laughs> you should get that on a shirt i was save the receipt buying some gifts the other day for someone we both know and steve's like yeah donna i don't i'm not into this like maybe your love language is like giving gifts i'm like it's really not it's acts of service thank you i just feel like you i want to buy i want to get fun stuff i know i know you do and i think i think that's really sweet i do genuinely i think that you're um, just not interested at this time of the year, we, you know, about a couple weeks shy of Thanksgiving, I feel like, what if we just set up like 15 minutes someday after a show and had a conversation instead of sporadically throughout the show or the day, like, hey, what do you think? Of- Here, I'm going to send you three Amazon links. Look at these three things. And then I'm like, frick, is this homework? Do I have to do this right now? Okay. And I thought I responded to that text pretty quickly. You did. You did, and I appreciated it. Yeah, so it's not that I, I don't. I mean, I just, I guess my, I just wasn't there quite yet. I'm more of like a Christmas Eve shopper. No, you not know, I, acceptable. Okay, well, never. I'm just telling you, mm. I am not a, one of these early birdies who's like, I was at eight garage sales in August and did all my shopping. Okay, well, I am. Having wine now. Okay, I get it, Carol. You got out before everybody, okay? Good it's not you. a competition, it's about. Enjoying the holidays and not having to shop at the last minute. Everything's taken care of. You could just sit back, trim a tree, <laughs> tip some dog. You know. Oh man. Oh. I 
recently had nog. It was a few years ago, and I didn't like it. And then I had it and liked it. And I've always said since then, don't nog until you've tried it. <laughs> it's it's okay. Rocco, you're my boy, dude. I do. I I went through a nog period with the brandy and the nutmeg. It's uh, nutmeg is good. Yeah, it's, you know, it's what they call what they used to call fattening. Yeah, <laughs> that's they did used to call it fattening. Mm. What? What? The what eggnog is fattening. Oh, people don't say fattening anymore, do they? Oh, is it? Uh, they probably it's, do. It's All thickening. Right. Ew, thickening. Uh, I sent you guys a link. Tomorrow is uh, National Vichyssoise Day. Ooh, a cold nice. French soup. I think we should find out maybe if that's what he's got planned for tomorrow. Come down for moose soup after! <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Hubbard Cafeteria, this is Brian. What a dude, cowboy. Hey, baby. Hey. Oh, Donna. What? Donna, you can't no, say that to a coworker. Oh, sorry. You can yeah, say, right. what a dude, cowboy, though? That's less flirtatious. Hers, oh, no. I'm sorry. In the I talk to my law, girlfriends like that. I'm like, hey, a, baby. I know, doing? but you can't say it to a guy, I don't think. Oh, okay. Sorry. Hey, yeah, baby. that's an HR violation. All right. Hey, what's Thanks up? Hey, Woo. Um, what do you got for us? Yeah, uh, we soup. got, uh, what do we got? Tomato bisque. I forgot there. Mm. Oh, grilled grilled cheese today too? Uh no, we got meatloaf. Mm. Oh, dip yeah. your loaf into that bisque. Yeah. I feel like you're mailing it in a little. Meatloaf oh, wow. is a super time consuming thing. Okay, I, not the meatloaf, but the soup. I feel well, like you know why I did tomato bisque is because certain someone ketchup. upstairs is leaving for Florida and it's one oh. of his favorites, so I tried to get oh. it in. Oh, my oh, that's bad. Really oh, thoughtful. that sounds really nice, actually. Sorry, sorry I did tomato bisque, Donna. Sorry, yeah. no, it sounds amazing. Bra- Brian, yeah, we love you. Thank you. You can't right. say that, Steve. Oh, you're right. Yeah, right. Sorry, man. You're the worst. Yeah. You suck. <laughs> Bye. Bye. All right. All right. His tomato bisque is actually really good. Don't try to win it back now, Donna. I just... You said to the man who just All probably right, hand-prepared a loaf of meat, and you said, you know, I just feel like you're really mailing But here's it. the thing. I feel like he does tomato bisque a lot. It's a staple. I would like some split pea for split pea soup week. Thank you. Why? I love soup. <laughs> Roll. Uh, <laughs> Stella. That's it. That's what go. I was thinking of. All We're right, going to take a tomorrow. break. Cobra's in next.